Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Barnhart, along with author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg. We're here to encourage you wherever you are on your healing journey. In each episode, we will chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you found us. Let us help you find your joy in life. Well, hello, hello, podcast world, and welcome to another episode of the Grief and Rebirth podcast. This is Stephanie Barnhart coming to you from a very bitter cold New York City with my co-host, Irene Weinberg. Hi, Irene. Hey, but it's Irene Weinberg, never bitter. (laughs) (laughs) And really excited because this is our last episode of our fourth segment, right, Steph? I know. I can't believe it's been four series already. That's amazing. It's amazing. And we have gotten such tremendous response from our podcast. A lot of people are saying we're helping them. They're learning a lot. They're getting tremendous insights. And I can't think of a better person to be our grand finale this time around than Pamela Osley. I have a lot to tell all of you about her. Um, I myself, I have a personal relationship with Pamela. Pamela was the first person after the trauma and the spiritual awakening that I had. I contacted her and she was the first person who kind of identified that I had a sole purpose in a journey. And she actually identified me as a violet. Now you guys are going to find out. Mm, You are a violet. And I definitely... You know, and Pam and <laughs> Stephanie, I often talk, I say, Stephanie, I'm sure you're a green and I'm a violet mm-hmm. and greens and violets work very well together, but we're wired very differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're, we're still working on that. It is that's a good right. work in progress, but that's what makes that's it interesting, right? right? Right. So let me tell everyone <laughs> about Pamela and then we'll let her get a word in edgewise. <laughs> but Pamela Osley is an author, consultant radio show host, which I'm honored to say I have been on her radio show. She's a professional psychic intuitive and an aura expert. She has appeared on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, Fox, The Dr. Oz Show, The View, The Ricky Lake Show, Coast to Coast with George Nouri, Hallmark's Home and Family, Guy MTV with Lisa Garr, and many other television and radio shows. She's also been featured in many national magazines. Mm. She's amazing. Pam <laughs> has written four successful, and she's only 22. It's unbelievable what uh, she's done. It's wow. Short life. <laughs> Pam has written four successful and popular books, Life Colors, Love Colors, Infinite You, and Make Your Dreams Come True. And has an ex- yes, we have life colors. That's, That's a good I, book. Pamela, I like that. I had mm-hmm. that as a reading assignment for people who I know for something, and that's a whole other story. It has a very extensive clientele, including many celebrities. She's spoken at the TEDx talks, the International Forum on New Science, Fortune 500 companies, and many seminars for professionals in the psychology, education, health fields, and more. She was awarded the Holistic Transformational Leader of the Year Award in 2014 by the Global Association of Holistic Psychotherapy and Coaching. And if she needed something else, she's also the founder of AuraColors.com, 
a site, and you'll like this stuff, a site designed to help you create success, joy, and fulfillment in every area of your life. She's also developed lovecolors.com, which is designed to help you find love and friendships by matching you with people who have compatible aura colors. So without further ado, (laughs) I'll catch my breath and I'll introduce all of you to Pam. And Pam, you want to start by, we know what you do because I just gave you all of this, but I know you have a really (laughs) interesting story about how you got into this and how you found out who you are. Um, well, great. Thanks for that introduction. I, I should be tired after all of that. <laughs> <laughs> you sound really underqualified, Pam. I'm just going to say I'm, I'm not uh, sold yet. So I hope you have, you can uh, in this interview. <laughs> so 34 years ago, well, let's put it this way. Uh, my background was in helping um, learning disabled kids and autistic kids. And then I got burnt out. And then I started getting into the rock and roll business. And I worked with musicians for years and concert facilities. And then I went to hear a psychic speak. Well, a shaman, he was from England. I walked into the room, a huge group of people. I walked in and he pulled me up to the front of the group that night and said, you get up here, you know how to do this psychic work too. And I went, well, excuse me, what? I mean, so there I was thrown in the water. Wow. And I was shocked to find out that evening that I knew things about people that I'd never met before. For example, the woman over to my right, I knew she was pregnant. I could see, this is the first time this had ever happened to me. I could see the spirit of a little girl standing next to her. I knew she was pregnant and I knew she was going to have a little girl. The woman didn't even know she was pregnant herself. So she went to the doctor wow. found out she was pregnant and she did have a little girl. So I was kind of surprised that I knew detailed information about people in the, in the group. And that started it. And then a year later, I met a woman who could see auras. And she was what she described about people matched with what I was picking up psychically about people. And I don't, you know, that word psychic can throw a few people off, whatever. It's intuitive. It's expanded consciousness, whatever word you want to put to it. But um, when she described the aura colors, I went, oh, that's a green. Oh, that's a blue. Oh, I get it now because I had been seeing similar personality qualities in people that I'd been doing readings for over the last year. And then um, I developed the ability to be able to see and sense the auras myself. And so basically, that's how I got into it. I started doing private readings. Then people wanted workshops. I did that. Then they wanted it in written form. So I wrote a book. And so, yeah, and then they wanted a radio show. So I just kept going and going and going, just like what Irene's doing now. So can I ask you, for all of our people who don't know, what is an aura. And can you explain, Mm -hmm. like, maybe take a couple of auras. Like, I know that you are a blue mixed with a yellow. I think I'm, you'll tell me, I think I'm a violet mixed with a a yellow. My belief system is that Stephanie is Mm -hmm. green and she's probably got some. I believe I'm a green. And so could you kind of explain what an aura is and what that means with these different colors that you see? around people. So first of all, an aura and there's science behind it. It's an electromagnetic energy field that radiates off of everything, but especially living matter, like people, animals, plants. It's an energy field. And what I explain to people is even if people can't see it for themselves, we've all felt it. That's why you can be around somebody, uh, you know, that you've just met and instantly like them. You like their energy and other people you don't even want to be near because you can feel their energy. So People Mm -hmm. do feel them, especially you yellows, by the way, Irene. 
Mm. Yellows are more kinesthetic. Um, And so what I see are different colored bands out from people. Now, certain people, I've met a lot of people that see the same colors that I do and other people that see the aura differently. Just like I think we, we taste food differently because there are people out there that like Brussels sprouts and I know they're not tasting what I'm tasting. Okay. So (laughs) I've, (laughs) I've encountered people that see the same colors. So the way I, what I see is bands of color that go, that glow out from people. It's kind of like a light coming off of a light bulb. It's just a very um, soft glow that comes out. Lots of different bands. And the one or two bands of color that are the closest to a person's body are what I talk about. Those are the life colors. Those are the colors that typically, now I haven't seen everybody on the planet, typically don't change in a person's lifetime. They're the colors that show a person's personality, what they're here to do, their life purpose, their theme for this lifetime, how they are in relationship, how they are with money, their priorities, potential health issues, all kinds of things show up in those two bands. The outer colors in a person's aura, those are the bands to me that change all the time according to what's going on with the person at the time. So if somebody's really angry, I see a lot of red showing up in the outer bands. But that tends to go away. Um, That's different than a red life color, which shows me their personality type. So that's basically it. And there are certain colors that are very compatible with one another. And there are certain colors that can rub people the wrong way. Like, for example, greens and yellows, uh, they can be a little touchy because greens are perfectionists and um, they write lists and they want things organized and efficient. Um, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't think think we're just a a straight green, Stephanie. We'll get into that in a minute. But I categorize the colors into three different families. The physical colors, those are red, orange, yellow, and magenta. Those are the colors that get what's real through their physical body, through touch. And then there are the mental colors, and those are four different tans. And green, those are the colors that get what's real through their intellect, through logic, through getting it by a mental understanding. They gather information. And then there are the spiritual emotional colors. And those are the colors that get what's real through their inner senses, their intuition, their emotional feelings. Those are blue, violet, indigo, crystal, and lavender. So those are the colors I see. How do you get informed about what the personality trait and everything is about that particular aura color? Well, for, How do you, you just know that intuitively. Well, it's I started out by studying with Barbara, Dr. Barbara Bauer. She was actually a, she had kinesthesia, so she could see auras around people her whole life, and she thought everybody could. It wasn't until she was in her forties that she realized people weren't seeing what she was seeing, and she would mm-hmm. describe the personalities of what she was seeing, and it matched with what I was picking up. However, over the years, because she just got me started. Over the 34 years that I've been doing this, I have discovered psychically more and more about each one of the colors. And I went, wow, Barbara never told me that about a yellow. Oh, she didn't explain that about a tan. So I've developed information more just by working with clients through psychic, through intuition, just through experience. And um, so that's why I wrote a book about it. It's a fabulous book. I've used it so mm-hmm. often. I, I really, um, it really helps. Like for instance, okay, so I'm a yellow and a, and a violet and Stephanie is a green. So you're saying mm-hmm. my yellow would be in conflict with her green? Well, green's like, thing, green, <laughs> 
Well, let's put it this way. Yellows, <laughs> yellows are spunky, funny, sense of humor. They don't like being told what to do. And greens like to run things. They like to have things organized and efficient. Yellows are much more spontaneous and over here and over here and over here. They're big kids. Where greens are mm-hmm. like responsible and organized and efficient. And violets, violets and greens both kind of like to be the boss. Um, violets can see things way ahead of other people. You see how I'm um, talking really fast? That's because I'm talking to a violet and a green where greens will go one, two. Okay. I got it. 10. Let's go. Come on, come on, come on. And violets will go 150. And a green will go, what are you talking about? 150? Cause violets are visionaries. They come from their third eye. So they see things way outside the box. And um, that doesn't always make logical sense to other people. Boy, is that true? <laughs> Violets can, I agree. I know. Right? And violets can get scattered and, and all over the place. They go over here and then over here, then over here, then over here. And a green slug, will you get back and get organized? I need, we need. This. <laughs> this is, this is very realistic. I believe it. I'm about to pull the book out now too, and just read up on it again. But that's, I mean, that's me to a T. I feel like I'm very organized. Keep things. See, this is why it's driving me crazy. Like we were joking about earlier that I lost my, my adapter for the new computer because I'm like, I swear I put it somewhere I would not lose it and I lost it and it's driving me nuts. Oh, great. <laughs> Stephanie, what, let me just check really quickly because you've got another color in there. I actually see three colors around you right now. What color, mm. what color hair and eyes do you have? I have green eyes and brownish, like lighter brownish hair. Lighter brown. Was it always brown? Were you blonde as a child or anything? No, I think it was always brown. Been like a darkish always brown, yeah. Light- a darkish brown, a light brown, a medium brown. Let me get a visual of you. I I mean, I think it's like a reddish brown. It's like kind of darker, but Ready? not. It like lightens in the summer a little bit, but I got you. you know. I got you. I would yeah. call her medium yeah. brown. Yeah. I got you. I just needed you to focus on you and give me a visual. You've definitely got green in there, but guess what, Stephanie? Uh-oh. And I picked this up too. You actually have a touch of violet in there yourself. <gasps> okay. Oh, harsh. <laughs> and what, here's, here's the thing about violets. Violets um, have like, 10 things they want to do or they don't know which way to go next. They can outgrow things very quickly. Greens and violets both can get kind of frustrated with things if they don't happen soon enough, fast enough for the way they want. But violets are visionaries. They always want new projects or new things. Matter of fact, you violets can get very scattered with so many projects. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie, I swear you've got that going on, even with your kids or whatever. It's like over here, over here, over here. And then you, your own green is going to want you to get organized. Yeah, I do run multiple projects at a time but I feel like that's also like I joke about the Gemini in me like I get bored easily I have to have a lot of my hands in, in different things let's get bored violets outgrow things and get bored very easily yeah. green greens and greens don't usually they don't usually do media violets are the ones that get involved in media or, or teaching the masses I see violets get involved in um, writing or art or something creative or media, or they get involved in teaching or psychology. You violets can actually read people. Violets can look at people and go, God, what is wrong with you? Actually, you know, they can, they can read people. They can sense that something's going on with someone mm-hmm. or violets get involved in causes. Ultimately violets want to help, help other people. They've really got a humanitarian side to them. And Stephanie, as much as you've got green in there, you've also got a touch of that violet in there. Well, that's funny. I always thought. I am heartened to I do know, that. right? <laughs> but I always thought I could just read people. I, I always called it my psychology degree from being a bartender in my 20s. <laughs> like, uh, I learned yeah. how to read people. But how did I know that I was actually a violet? So I was, I just can. Oh, gosh. Irene's yeah. like, we're going to have to have a whole whole nother conversation about this. I'm going to have to read the book that's tonight. Right. <laughs> 
I love this book though, because it's so spot on. I mean, once you take the test and you actually, it leads you to like your top color. Like, I mean, it's, it's very accurate, Pam. It's mm-hmm. right on. Well, and by the way, for everyone who wants to know what we're talking about, the book is called Life Colors by Pamela Osley. And it, for me, it's almost like a Bible, Pamela. It is so good uh, to help you figure out mm-hmm. your life. Well, and thank you. And people can go to my website, auracolors.com, A-U-R-A colors.com, and take the free quiz on online too. And there's free videos on there describing each one of the Aura Colors. The reason I do this is it's helpful for people to know what their aura colors are because then they feel validated and justifies like, oh, no wonder I feel like this my whole life. It gives them validation and permission to be who they are. There's so many people out there in unhappy jobs or directions thinking, oh, I'm supposed to do this, but I don't feel fulfilled. And once they find out what their real aura colors are, it helps them with their career direction, with relationships, everything. So one it validates and gives people permission to be who they are. And number two, it helps us understand each other. So then we're not all running around going, why can't you be more like me? How come you don't think like me? Why don't you act like me? And now you can go, oh, you're a crystal. No wonder. Oh, you're a lavender. Okay, I get what that means. And then we can communicate with each other using each other's language. Well, you know, the other thing that fascinates me is that you are able to see like Stephanie's aura and you're in California. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, you know what, um, Irene, that's what I call expanded consciousness. You and I talked about that before we got on the air. Yeah. I am big on quantum physics. I, I'm very grounded. I'm not a California woo-woo, like, oh my gosh, those people are just granola hippie, whatever. No, I'm very grounded. I study quantum physics. I want to know why I can do what I can do. And I like going beyond boundaries. I don't like tell- having somebody tell me I can't do something. I'm fascinated about expanding. So learning that we actually have much more expansive abilities to our consciousness, and I've proven it to myself. So not only can I see energy fields and auras and see outside of past and present and future, I can see outside of time so I can do psychic work. I can talk to people on the other side. I bent spoons. I understand how to go in and out of, uh, this is a big one, so we won't get too in-depth about this one, but I know how to go in and out of parallel universes, which is also quantum physics. I have evidence that those exist. So once you know how to expand your consciousness, I mean, I teach people how to bend spoons. Once you see that our consciousness and our souls are way more than we've been taught, oh my gosh, it's so much more fun. It's so much more interesting. Some people get scared because like, no, 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 I just want to be a safe little, this is life and I just want to stay in my box. And that's totally Mm -hmm. fine. But for those of people who are like, I'm bored, I'm frustrated, or I feel stuck and I don't want to be stuck. How do I manifest? How do I create? Expanding consciousness is such a powerful way. I've created so many things in my life knowing how to manifest with thought, with emotions, with energy. It's made life so fascinating. And it's helping it's helpful. Can you tell people I, I two things? First of all, some people are going to want to know a, a, an easy definition for quantum physics. And second of all, um, that lo- your, your personal love story is such an amazing story of that expanded consciousness. And also, you've also talked about how the concept of expanded consciousness can reduce fear and stop pain and suffering. So now that I've given you 400 things to talk about, can you kind of kind of you go with it. <laughs> okay. Well, I can say this. Once you start expanding your consciousness, the love and compassion increases. 
the fear decreases because you start realizing who we really are and what we're capable of doing. And so the fear just drops off. Now, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to cough. Can let me mute myself for just a second. Um, Quantum physics, basically, it's the new level of physics. Um, a Newtonian physics is hundreds of years old, and that sounds like a big word, but it's just Isaac Newton. And Newton basically said everything's a bio, it's a machine and, you know, clockwork and cause and effect and, you know, and then we die. And, you know, it's, it's very mechanistic. But quantum physics, which was discovered in the early 1900s, Einstein and Max Planck and all those guys, he went, you know what? Everything's energy. It's energy. And now they're exploring consciousness and the role that consciousness plays in energy. And I don't want to freak people out. I mean, as soon as I say quantum physics, they kind of glaze over and go, mm -hmm. ah. But basically, quantum physics is saying that, well, look at Einstein, E equals MC squared. Basically, it said matter is energy. <laughs> okay. So when you start realizing that, it's amazing what you can mm -hmm. do with it. So quantum physics, um, Basically, that's all it is, is, is it's the measurement of very small things, which as they start going into atoms and they just see it's a lot of space and then there's subatomic particles and a lot more space. And then there's just, they, they can't find anything solid to matter, which is such a big thing. And I know that can sound scary to people, but to me, it's really exciting. It's like, wow. And some of the things that quantum physics has discovered is a thing called parallel universes. And that sounds like a really scary thing too, but you guys, it's so amazing. I mean, there's so many movies out about parallel mm -hmm. universes, Back to the Future, Sliding Doors, Frequency. Um, there's a lot of movies out there that talked about parallel universes. So I'm going to describe it in a really easy to understand way. So right now in the room you're in, there's at least 10 different radio stations broadcasting their station, right? And so you've got radio waves all around you, but you don't know you, they're there because you're not tuned into them. But if you went over to your radio and turned it on and set the dial or the button to like 99.9, .9, you're going to hear the show and the talk and the music that's coming off of that. And so that'll be part of your reality. Now, if you change the frequency over to say 107, now you're going to hear the show and the music and the talk that's coming off of 107, and that becomes part of your reality. That's basically a form of parallel universes. It's the same mm. thing. And, oh, my gosh, Irene, this is such a deep subject. I hate to start <laughs> out the conversation with this. but <clears throat> So um, what they say is every time you make a decision to do something, a part of you splits off. One part goes over to the left, one part goes over to the right, and both aspects of you are having experiences simultaneously. This sounds like science fiction, but, you know, a lot of things started out science fiction. We didn't think we could fly. You know, that sounded like science fiction, and mm -hmm. now we do that. They thought that the world was flat, and now we know it's not. Even the internet cell phones, sliding doors, that all look like science fiction and it's all science fact now. So when I studied that parallel universes were a real thing, and if you really want to study some of it, David Deutsch, um, uh, even Stephen Hawking talked about multiverses and parallel universes. David Deutsch to me has the best um, work on parallel universes. But when I learn something new, I go, okay, if this is possible... I, that we should be able to use that. Every time we learn something new, it gives us more freedom, like flight, or that the world is round, not flat, or that there's other planets. 
So it gives us more freedom. So <laughs> Irene loves this story. I and love I love this story. And I think everyone in our audience will love this story. Well, I have evidence that parallel universes work. So this is how I used it briefly. Um, years and years ago, I fell in love with this guy, musician. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is my soulmate. I know I'm supposed to be with him. And he wanted nothing to do with me. He's like, no way. You're a blonde. I don't like blondes. I'm not into having a relationship. There's no way. I live in Santa Barbara. He was so, well, anyway, so he took a job on the East Coast, working with the band on the East Coast. And he said, I'm moving there. I'm not ever going to see you again. I'm not in love with you. Leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. And he went away. And I went, oh my gosh, I was devastated. And he went, okay. I started studying about parallel universes. And the way we end up in a universe is based on our beliefs we have about ourselves and about the world, about reality. So I realized that in the universe I was in, in the realm, in the parallel universe I was in, I didn't feel lovable. I had very low self-worth, low self-esteem. So I went, well, I have to change that. So I imagined um, going into a different universe. I, I basically had the vision of parting like curtains or a membrane and walking into another one and going, okay, in this universe, is he with me? In this universe, does he love me? Um, nope, nope. In universe two, nope, that one, he still doesn't love me. He's still with, he's with the band in the East Coast. He's with some girl. He's happy there. And I felt guilty, you know, wanting to come, have him come back. So I kept experimenting with imagining myself going into different parallel universes until I got to one that I'll call universe number five. And I, I felt myself go into a different frequency, into a different realm. And in that one, I imagined myself being lovable and self-confident. <clears throat> and in that one, I, am, I, I saw him be actually being in love with me. And in that one, I saw him and he was giving notice to the band he was in. He was breaking up with the, whatever girl he was dating at the time. He was, he was telling me in that one, he was going to Iowa to see his meditating friends. Then he was going to go to Los Angeles to see his rock and roll friends. And then he was going to come back to Santa Barbara to be with me because he was really in love with me. You guys, that realm, that universe was so real to me. I, I did it in a meditation. I could smell the grass. I could feel the air. And I knew absolutely without a doubt that that was a real parallel universe. That one really did exist. Now, I hadn't, this took me two years from the time he left until I learned about parallel universes. I hadn't spoken to him for two years. So I found out where he was. This was not stalking him. I found, because why would I stalk him in a universe where he was in love with me? I called him up. Um, I had two weeks later after I had done this meditation, I called him up and I said, well, how's your life? Two weeks prior to that, he had given notice to the band, broken up with this girl, was going to Iowa, was going to Los Angeles, and he was coming back to Santa Barbara. We have now been hanging out together for 34 oh years. 34 years? Wow. 30, I'm sorry, 35. It's 35 oh, years man. now that we've been hanging out. And it looked impossible. And in universe number one, he's still living in the East Coast. He's still with whatever girl he's with and with the same band. But in universe number five, we're together. And that's the one I aligned with. Just like you changed the radio station, I, I landed on that radio station. And that's the music I'm hearing. That reminds me in a way, Pam, about, 
you know, people will always say, I'm not sure I believe that people cross over and they go to the other side. And I say, listen, if this is what you want to believe about your life, bless you, that's fine. But there, I see this other reality and I know about this other reality. And in a way, that's sort of what you're talking about also with this parallel universe. You, you were able to tune into this different reality. It's exactly right. That they're in another frequency. They still exist. Energy can never be destroyed. It just changes form. Souls are eternal. Souls, we exist forever. We always have existed. I know that's a big concept for most people. And I seriously, you guys, I've proven this to myself for years. I don't expect anyone else to believe it if they haven't had the experience. But I can tell you, I talk to people who have crossed over all the time. I have hospice sending me people to talk to their departed loved ones because they know I've been able to connect with them. Well, Irene, you and I talked to Saul mm. years ago, your beloved um, husband who crossed over. You and knocked he- me out because he. it was like I was talking with him like I'm talking to you two girls. And and I actually remember I was having financial problems with some real estate I had inherited, and we actually had to talk through you about the deal Yeah, and what yeah, was going he- to happen with it. And the other thing that was so fabulous was, you know, you could tell me which other people have done, you know, th- I've gotten the, the outfit he wore the night he died and, uh, you know, um, our, what we ate together, our first date and ta da da. But you actually accurately got his sense of humor <laughs> right on. And he had a very distinct, body, hilarious sense of humor. And you were laughing through most of our conversation. He was cracking you up. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's possible, you guys, life is so much more than what we've been taught. It's not the old understanding. It's not the old physics. We're evolving our understanding of life, of who we are, of souls, of what the universe is made of, of something greater, whether you want to call it God, source, um, infinite universe, whatever you want to call it. Our understanding of all of that is expanding and more and more people are having experiences of feeling their loved ones around them or something in the room moves or a book falls off the shelf. More and more people are tapping into it. I'm going to say what it says actually in some of the spiritual books, the veil's getting thinner. So um, the frequencies are, are, we're able to tune into things on other sides now, other realms. It's really fascinating and it's really exciting to me anyway. And I think it's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I love. It. Do you have any other um, particular stories you want to share with people? I know you had mentioned to us there was something about a woman who was suicidal, and you have some other stories that may give people an idea of how you work and how amazing that is. Well, yeah, again, doing this for thirty-four years, seeing people—you know, six to eight people a day—I've got a lot of stories. But there was one in particular. A woman came to see me once, and her aura was extremely faded. And anytime I see a faded aura, I know somebody's oh. on their way out. They don't have life energy there anymore. So she sat down. I was really concerned. I was trying to tune into what, you know, did she have cancer? What was the problem? And the spirit of this older man showed up next to her and kept wanting to talk. And he went, no, 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 go away. I'm trying to tune into her. And he goes, no, I need to talk to her. I'm her husband. And I went, what do you mean you're her husband? So anyway, I, I went, you know, did you lose your husband? And she burst into tears. And then he showed me a gun in his hands. And I went, oh, no, <clears throat> did he take his own life? And she was sobbing. And she, he had killed himself, but he didn't leave a note. She didn't know why. She was so depressed. She blamed herself over it. And he kept saying, I need to tell her why. And he explained very succinctly 
I had just found out that I was diagnosed with Alzheimer's or yeah, uh, yeah, Alzheimer's. I'm trying to remember the story now. Alzheimer's and his whole life had been about his intellect. And he said, and I couldn't live like that. So, you know, I left and I want her to, he kept talking to her and he said, I want you to go on and spend time with the grandkids and paint and travel the way we, we talked about and go to France the way we talked about and go back to your painting. And she knew it was him because he gave her details. And while she was sitting there, her aura came back to life and she didn't commit suicide. Isn't what a wonderful, I could, we could talk with you forever, but our time is drawing to a close. So I think that's a really Mm -hmm. inspiring story to leave with everyone. And tell us what your tip is for finding joy in life from you of all people. My, there's so many ways to do it, but my way of experiencing joy is how grateful I am for how expansive life is and who we really are and the gift of life and what we're capable of doing. And it's just brought increasing joy into my life to see how beautiful and expansive and amazing we really are and how powerful we really are and how we can create anything we want in our lives, abundance, financial abundance, love, good health, that's just brought joy and ease and happiness and appreciation into my life. Now, you can help people do this. If they have an appointment with you, you can actually start them on the road to finding that abundance and joy and and resolving a lot of their issues, right? Right. Oh, and I've, I've got e-courses on my website and, and meditations, and I've, I've created so many tools to help people find their way and to be happy. So books and and, and websites and e-courses and all kinds of things. And I cannot yeah. recommend Pam highly enough to everyone. I mean, she's so authentic and absolutely a, a wonderful human being as well as so gifted. Um, Steph, you got anything else you'd like to add, Pam? I mean, I say get the book. I love the book. I'm actually going to go read it again right now because it never, you, it, you know what I mean? It's one of those books, like you said, Irene, you can just use it as a resource over and over and over again. It's not something you just read and you, you do. And it makes a great gift. It's the holidays. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, cause I mean, that's how we started. You were like, try this. Let's see what color you are. And it's just really fascinating. Like you even said, Pam, to realize and have some, you know, some authenticity to like who you are to understand that a little more. And I think that's a great gift for yourself or, Maybe someone, like you said, you're trying to figure out relationships, business, love, anyway, to kind of understand each other better. And overall, I think just in the world today, I think a lot of people are having that trouble, right? Like understanding each other a lot. And I really think it's a gift that you have, Pam, and this could really be helpful. And I hope that people listening will be able to use these tools to grow. You know, Pam, I think you're one-stop shopping. I mean, if you're grieving, you can help people to overcome their trauma with your grief. If they want to go on with their lives, if they're worried with about abundance, if they want to figure out, will they find love in their lives? You can help them with all of that. It's, it's wonderful. Thank and you. connect with their, with your deceased husband's sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my goal is to see people happy and fulfilled. That is, that is my goal. And that, that does remind me really quick. I just want to say to close up is that if anyone out there listening uh, uses the Anchor app, they can actually leave a voice recording that we can relay to Pamela or ourselves to answer live if they have questions um, about any of this, to feel free to reach out to leave a message or email you directly, Pam. Uh, find us on our website. You know, we're all here to help. And clearly, we're all 
chatty Cathy's, as I've said <laughs> before. We like to talk about this. So, um, yeah, I hope this is definitely breaking a barrier down. I'm excited. Pam, give us that. all your give us all your links and all your contacts and spell your name for everyone so that they can be clear mm-hmm. and how to find you. And, and of course we'll put it on all of our materials as they go out and all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, you can find everything on my website, auracolors.com, A-U-R-A colors, C-O-L-O-R-S.com. And my, um, P-A-M, Pam, and then Osley, O-S as in Sam, L-I-E. Okay, great. That's helpful. We will be sure to put that also up on our website when this goes live and, you know, spread it all over social media. And, you know, I like I said, I always hate to close, but as Irene always likes to say. Bye for now and to be continued. And yes, we will definitely have to continue with you sometime down the road, Pam. Till next time. <laughs>